Are you recording? Yeah, I am. Okay. Just trying to get it. Just checking. Just, all right, there we go. Coming up, the plumbing Puerto Ricans here to fight. Giant turtles out to get and creepy crabs are right behind. Spider flies, super shines, they're all coming out the pipes. Mario, where are you? It's Atari Mario Brothers with Mario from <laughs> Donkey Kong, Mario. his brother Luigi, and lots of crazy creatures. And it's twice the fun when you play at once, because you need all the help you can get. Mario, where are you? Mario Brothers, new from Atari. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I almost had it. All right. So, uh, welcome, welcome, everybody, to welcome. Uh, VHS Time Machine Podcast. Uh, I am Tony Chickadee, and with me, as always, is still going with Joseph. Going we can with do Joe. Joe? You like Joe? Sure. All right, Joe. We've, we've gotten... We've Joe gotten today. a little more less formal. Yeah. Joe Stanwood is here with me. Yep. And uh, judging by the commercial that we just heard, it's obviously 1983. Obviously. Because of the original Mario Brothers game released on Atari then. Um, and with, well, in case you didn't listen last week, we know now the movie this week is Risky, Risky Business. Business. It is risky. I'm. I would be shocked if anyone made it to the end of all of the other episodes to know what we are listening to next time. Yeah, they're long. Uh, they're like an long. hour and a half. Well, we two hours really. Two hours yeah. just listening to us. I didn't. I haven't done it yet. I haven't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yep. <laughs> right, there we go. You guys probably want to cut out about an hour and fifteen. Yeah. It gets a little wonky from there. Anyway, um, yes, risky business. Again, released August 5th, 1983, rated a very appropriate R, mm-hmm. with a runtime of one hour, 39 minutes. Shocked it was not NC-17. Or X. Because if you're a pussy, I guess. I mean, No, I mean, for the time. X? Come on. For the time. For the time. I'm surprised it wasn't PG at the time. Well, I guess you're right. Yeah. The further back you go, the less they gave a shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, like, as we discussed before, I I was clearly watching this probably at 11 years old on HBO. Like, not Damn. even an issue. I wish Just I had it. seen this at 11. Instead, no, I saw it at 38. This movie, we'll get into it a little later, but this movie set me up for a lot of stress and inadequacy issues, we'll just say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, We'll get into it, yeah, but, I, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like this happening yeah, in real life. Right. But in 11 years old, that's what I was seeing. And yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get into that later. Anyway, um, synopsis of the movie. Teen hires a prostitute, gets robbed by the prostitute, wrecks his dad's Porsche trying to impress the prostitute, pimps out the prostitute's friends to try to pay for damages, and learns a little bit about life and love. Yeah. That's a clear synopsis right there. I'm proud of that one. Yeah, it's good. It's that very took a clear. lot of thought. That's exactly yeah. what happens. That was a nice book report version of uh, the movie. Not that anyone cares. Anyway, as always, let's get to the trailer. Trailer. I can't wait to see what people were seeing in the theater. Right. When they were finding out this gem was coming I'm curious. Out. i got to see this too. Oh, I'm yeah, just I'll curious it, yeah. if it was... Here, as horny you. as sit, the movie. Sit down, like, was Joe everyone Stanwood. prepared for how fucking horny this movie was? Listen to the music already. Oh, yeah. 
so your folks are going out of town. Just use your best judgment. I try to bang to this beat. To this beat? Yeah. You got the place all to yourself. Just nice and steady. It's a good idea. Oh! A good time, Joel. In the privacy of your own home. Just stay oh, the look. Oh, look. saw it. That's her. What? It's Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. 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 It's a Time last night. They made that shirt just long enough. I had a great yeah. time. Day music ain't got the same song. Yeah, we get high, Joe. Oh. Don't worry. Who's the U-boat commander? Don't try to take me to a disco. Falcon. I don't remember giving permission for a party, Joe. A party? I've got a trig midterm tomorrow, and I'm being chased by Guido, the killer pimp. Doesn't anyone want to accomplish anything, or do we just want to make money? Make money. Make a lot of money. Ah, the 80s. There's a time for playing it safe. And a time for risky business. Yeah, there wow. was. Wow. There it was. Wow, that movie the doesn't prepare you at all. To risky business. No, I mean, not quite clear at all, but... No. This is just a softcore... Sex bonanza. I gotta say, though, isn't it a little bit fucked up that these prostitutes are all fucking teenagers? Teenage boys. Prostitutes are... Oh, they're fucking teenage I thought... You, I was gonna say, no, it's not a problem. They're teenage boys, but... It seems like... I think it's a problem that the prostitutes aren't teenage boys, to be honest. What? Yeah. It's, just, it's like a Thailand remake. Yeah. That's... So, what I like. The girl boys um, of Thailand. Yeah. Um, risky business. Yes, risky they are business. banging a lot of high school kids in this movie. <laughs> um, though it helps they all look 30 years old, I guess. Um, yeah. Those women were clearly in their 30s. Yeah. And then the, uh, they were at teenage parties yeah, well, they, to bang. They taught them in the ways of love. For a, for a price. Yeah, it might be worth it. I think probably some of them, yeah. And if I had the opportunity when I was a teen, sure. No, I, I, I just think there's some moral issues here. If I was a teen, it wouldn't have been worth it. No? It would have been last like seven seconds. And yeah, but... I would have said that. Eh, all right. Yeah. I mean, but we can't all be Tom Cruise. Maybe it, maybe it would have set me up for a lot of less disappointment <laughs> later. <laughs> well, at one point... Would have been worth the money. One of the prostitutes does say at one point they're really nice, like all of his friends are yep. really nice and quick. Yes, that's true. <laughs> well, there we go. So, so, I, did, I should have picked up on that and I, saved myself some heartache, too. I, I heard it, and I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> they are fully into these teenage boys paying them. Risky business. Yep. yep. Um. Yeah, I think the trailer... It does skip out on a lot of stuff, but yeah. it gives you the gist of everything, kind of, I guess. Um, you could tell they were kind of going for a teen sex comedy audience, yeah. but I don't think that's what this movie was set out to be. Right. But they were definitely going for that with the song and yep. Yep. Tom Cruise dancing around in his just not short enough shirt. And just not short enough to no. see the package. Started my lifelong obsession with seeing that guy's junk. Did you see it? Have you seen it? No, I want to. And not even that I want to. I just, you know, see what's going on. 
You just want to see a Tom Cruise. See what he's dick working to see with. What's going on? I just want to see what he's working with. That's all. Hmm. Well, he banged Nicole Kidman for a long time. She so. knows. I yeah. I'm sure it's, it's got to be good. Oh. Nicole Kidman's pretty hot. Yeah. Right. I guess. I mean, I think so. All right. <laughs> I'm not arguing. She was Doctor Chase got... Meridian in Batman Forever. Yeah, super she was defensive. Pretty damn hot. Fuck you. She's hot. All right. Yeah, she is hot. Right. I was shit. just looking for a little agreement. All right. Well. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I just. I do agree. I guess. Obsessed with Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. They don't make movies like this anymore. No, they don't. They no. couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. And it, uh, what was the deal? I mean, what you you said you were nine or ten. Well, Why? when it came out, it was probably more like 11 or 12 when I okay, watched. Right, I wasn't a nine-year-old watching Risky Business. No, but I, I'm trying to get a lay of the land of the time because – why Why were there so many movies about teenagers trying to have sex, but also be entrepreneurs? Or like, you know, it's, it's all this anti-mom and dad stuff, like Ferris Bueller and... Ferris Bueller didn't bang anybody. Meatballs. It would have been a cooler movie, I guess. He doesn't bang anyone? His I mean, hot girlfriend in that I'm movie? I'm sure he did, but not in the movie. They wrecked the car? Yeah, just yeah, they like did this. Re- yeah, that's true. Yeah, there was just the whole sex comedy thing. Was there was what? All kind. Con- I can't. Even, the so first many. one I remember seeing is like Up the Academy. Up the Academy. I think it was put out by Mad Magazine. Wow. <laughs> and then I remember there was like Up the Creek. Then there was like Screwballs and Joysticks and. It's a lot of them. Revenge of the Nerds, of course, was the the, cl- the king right. of them. I feel like the last time we had Hard a teen bodies. sexy movie was like uh, American Pie. And even that know? wasn't the same. No. I mean, it wasn't like these old ones where yeah, it was just a bunch of horny dudes. Just yeah. Tom Cruise was in Losing It. I haven't seen it. Shelley Long, weirdly, <laughs> as a prostitute. For Shelley years. Long is a <laughs> prostitute in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are going to t- four guy Tom Cruise and his friends going to Tijuana to lose it, their virginity. Is and they meet Shelley Long there. Yeah, in Tijuana. Yeah, she's Tom a prostitute Cruise. in Tijuana. Yeah, Tom Cruise and Shelley Long get a little relationship. They, they have a good time together. Wow. Okay. There's a whole world out there for you. This is before this movie or after? I want to say it was probably. After. I don't know. I couldn't even venture hmm. a guess. Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. Where'd yeah. she come from? Where'd she go? Well, we'll get into that later. Okay, good. I hope you're ready. Yeah, but hold on. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean to hit that. <laughs> hold like on, a, Mike. It's not like there was a, a gun, I mean, a gun cocked three miles away. <laughs> hold on. I actually didn't mean to hit that at all. I meant to do this. Uh-oh. Happy birthday! Oh no! <laughs> Who is it? I did it. It's uh, Al Leon Kabong. His birthday is today. Uh, well, at the time we're recording this, October first. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. Al Kabong Leong shares a birthday with my grandmother. Is he, is he your grandmother? No. I wish. <laughs> he would have taught you. His hair was a lot cooler than my grandmother's. <laughs> this guy is awesome. My grandmother had that, like, perm you get, the old ladies got, and the thing where you, they just put the thing on, it was plastered to their head like an egg. 
Yep. Yep. Was it cool? Hmm. Oh, it was. It was September thirtieth. Sorry. Yeah. Not uh, today. Well, it was yesterday. We well, we were close enough. September. Close enough. So Alcabal Young does not share a birthday. We're like, let's let's skip that part. Yeah, I just had to shut that <laughs> down real quick by confirming. All right, just in case wrong. he listens. Right. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Happy birthday, Happy Al. Happy birthday, Al. We love Sorry. you. I don't know if the gong was the right way to announce that, but well, tr- I mean, apparently with our track record. What else should I do? This money or. I don't know. I'm not great with this soundboard yet. Perhaps a happy birthday song. Or... Uh, I don't have yeah. that here. I don't have... What Might about have been... an explosion? Oh, there we go. Because... He's an action movie Yeah, that, that might have been a little more appropriate. Okay, than the, well, than cut the, the other part out. We'll go the, with this. Then the, 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 the gong? Then the gong, yeah. You, the... This? Not this. Right. That. That's not going to work out. Well, anyway. trim it. trim it out. And uh, no one will have to know. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Taglines. All right. Our favorite part. Here we go. Yep. Okay, taglines for risky business. Here we go. Meet the model's son who's been good too long. Oh. Hmm? I guess, yeah, they set that up, right? Yeah. Doesn't really say anything about the movie, but. (laughs) Wow. That happened. Am I to believe that wasn't on that, purpose? That was not. That was a Diet Coke. It just came on me. All right. Okay, anyway. All right. That nice bass in the microphone, though. Yeah. It sounded more full and manly than my voice. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's see. There's a time for playing it safe and a time for risky, risky business. business. Like all in right. the preview. Yeah. There. Yep. yep. I like it. Okay. Here we go. This one's from the UK. The UK gets a little weird with the little long, as we've seen in some of these past ones. But okay. here we go. All right. Joel had all the normal teenage fantasies, mm-hmm. cars and money. Then his parents left for a week, and all of his fantasies came true. Yeah. yeah I guess he does everything. He's yeah. got girls. Yeah. He's got money. He's got the car. Yeah. You know, everything came true. And then everything resets the day his parents come home. Yep. And uh, he uh, goes about his life. Right. Learning maybe a lesson or two. All right. We have some taglines that were not used. Okay. But I found them on the internet. All right. Here we go. When banging on a train, just let the homeless guy watch. He's got nothing else going on, and don't worry, he's probably too liquored up to get hard and shame you with the sheer size of his penis, stamina, and his amazing ability to please a woman. The homeless guy? Yeah. You think he's fucking, he is capable of fucking like Tom Cruise? First of all, I don't think, the, the tagline said... That's what it posits. That well, if he's not liquored up, he would. But he's too liquored up. He's too liquored up. He's too liquored up to do any of that. So, let him watch. Okay. It's not like he's going to join in and take over for you or something, I guess. is what the writer of this was thinking, I guess. Right. I don't know. Another one I found. Feeling bad about selling women to your friends? Don't worry. They're just broads. <laughs> you a, thought the gong was offensive? That, that, I, I didn't write these. I find them on the internet. They're just broads. <laughs> so... 
was a weird one. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> we may we may have alienated certain groups in the past, but now we're gonna get rid of an entire that, gender. That one got our microphones all fucked up. Oh my this God. is so bad. The mic said no, no, cut. Yeah, it's cut. like we gotta cut this out. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, and the last one: risky business. It's like business with risk. That that one was it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Can't that one. They can't all be even out there. They can't all be winners. You should have led with that one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Cast, director, writer, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got to go into Tom Cruise here. There's actually two people, and we out of. Res- <laughs> Is that, in, is, is that a real explosion <laughs> <laughs> outside of my house? No. <laughs> I've said it before, guys. Thing Joseph really... Sandwood does not live in a safe place. <laughs> We're recording this at, at risk of our lives. There was a legit explosion outside of his house. I'm not sure understand. what it was. I guess I'm not too concerned about it. Yeah. Mm. All right. Okay, moving on. Okay, Tom. So, yeah, out of respect, Rebecca DeMornay. We'll do both of them. Because they were both a wonderful part of this movie in their own ways. Mm. So Tom Cruise played Joel. He was born Tom Thomas Cruise Mapother the Fourth. Mapother. Yeah, Mapother. Mapother. That's his real name. Thomas Cruise Mapother the Fourth. Wow. Yeah, blew my mind too. That's a dumb name. That's why I just went with Tom Cruise. Hmm. Okay. You know. Yeah. Born July 3rd, 1962, okay. in Syracuse, New York, to Mary and Thomas Mapother. Damn. His mother was an amateur actress and school teacher, and his father was an electrical engineer. Hmm. Hmm. His family moved around a bunch when he was a child. Because of his dad's career, he kept getting jobs everywhere, going bigger and better, you know, as, as guys will tend to do. Well, ladies, too. Sorry, right. broads. <laughs> Ladies, too. Wait, he was in an uh, electrical engineer? His dad was. And that just brought them all over Moving the place? All over. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. By the time he was 14, he had attended 15 different schools. 15? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Cruz's parents divorced when he was 11, and the kids and their mother eventually moved to Glenridge, New Jersey. Hmm. So they didn't make it too far. No, and now I, now I'm reading this. I'm gonna read it just the way I said it and see if this makes sense. Okay. Or read it just the way I wrote it, not said it. Mm-hmm. After her remarriage, Tom Cruise suffered from dyslexia. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that came from. I don't think one causes yeah. the other. I yeah, I don't know where that came from. Anyway. <laughs> That's a weird one. Um, <laughs> Dr. Tony Chickity over yep. here diagnosing I, I've, shit. I've come up with it. It's all that divorce. <laughs> Stop divorcing. I bet he's never been able to spell Scientology right then. Probably not. Okay. Unless he looked at it in a mirror. What? Why? Is that dyslexia. a... <laughs> it's backwards. No. Oh, it doesn't work that way. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think it's I a jumble of, of oh, the letters. I, I guess I don't know how it works. 
I think it's like a jumble of a letter or like maybe right. sometimes a four looks oh, like a lowercase ap- h or something. My apologies to the learning disabled. I, I don't think it's know. like a fucking mirror. That's <laughs> I thought it might be. I thought that was backwards and a mirror would do it. It's like red rum. Yeah, that's exactly it. Exactly it. Like maybe when he's going red rum and then like, people would just say, like, why is that kid screaming out murder? He's dyslexic. Just, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh boy. Yeah. We're off to a raring yeah. start today. All right. Well, anyway, dyslexia made school difficult for him. Okay. But he was a great athlete and thought about a career. Now, I read this, and I don't know what kind we're talking about here, but he thought about a career in professional wrestling until high school. Now, I don't know if we mean professional wrestling like WWF, or we're talking about you know, collegiate yeah. Olympic wrestling. Like it's got to be the other. It's got to be that because he's not even close to being tall right. enough to be in the w- WWF. Yeah, Vince, Vince McMahon would not accept that. No. I like the big guys. He's like half the size of all of those yep. guys. Yeah. Um, so he thought about wrestling until a high school knee injury ended all that. So oh. that's pretty tragic for Mr. Cruz. I well, guess. he seems to run just fine in just about every movie he ever does. Well, he got over it, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Okay. Uh, modern technology. Maybe Scientology did it. Maybe. I'm sure movies pay more anyway. Or Egalagientes to what? Tom Cruise. At least dyslexic. I was <laughs> <saying it> backwards. <laughs> I, think, I think Tony just cast a yeah. spell or a curse yep. in my home. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, and then also at 14, he enrolled in a Franciscan seminary where he thought of becoming a priest. Hmm. So we almost lost the the wonder that is Tom Cruise to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Wow. And, you know, I would have been fine with that because obviously it's Jesus Christ. He wouldn't have been fucking ever. Whoa, whoa. It's I mean, maybe. Uh, well, he might. I guess been. some of them can, right? He, well. Some priests we, have a. Uh, uh, oh, you mean. Uh, the, your face is telling me <laughs> he might have, you know. No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, no, he just, he just, and then he stopped. He left after a year. Mm. He said, "I'm out." What happened? In that I don't year? know what happened in that year. He just he lasted a year and he got out. I was just reading between mm-hmm. the lines, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony thinks that Tom Cruise was touched by a pastor. I never said that. When he was 16, Mr. Cruz <laughs> got the lead part of Nathan Detroit in his high school musical, Guys and Dolls. So that gave him the act of bug. Just felt at home on stage, thought he found his college, and then he goes. Hmm. Yeah. What was it? Nathan Something? Detroit and Guys and Dolls when he was 16. Hmm. Nathan Detroit. In uh, 1990. He announced his devout Catholic beliefs and embraced the Church of Scientology. Mm-hmm. Never looked I guess stop with Diet Coke. Jesus. No, keep it up. Uh, claiming that Scientology teachings had cured him of the dyslexia, so they gave him a mirror, obviously, and uh, made everything better. That's so just, Tom Cruise on so many levels that yeah. to solve all of his problems, you just need to give him a mirror. I don't know if they gave Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I believe that. Yeah, it could be. Um, I think someone just writes everything for him now. Yeah, Reads it for be. him, writes it for him. Could I think be. that was their cure. You could never be. have to read again. Yeah, it's easy. 
Um, movies, Top Gun, Rain mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. Born mm-hmm. on the Fourth of July. My personal favorite cocktail is my favorite Tom I've Cruise never movie. seen that one. Oh, my favorite Tom Cruise movie is Cocktail. Is Cocktail? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I got to watch it. I'll be... I've seen the cover a million times, yeah. and I'm always like, how are they going to make a, a movie out of this? Oh, just rules. I see him flipping the yeah, bottles awesome. and shit. I do that at home. No, you don't. I do. You when don't I'm, drink at all. I, well, when I'm cooking, I oil bottles. You do? Yeah. You flip them around, and you just like... Well, it's playing with hippie, hippie shakes. And okay. Doing my thing. Hmm, I bet that's fun. It is. It is. It's fun. You know, as a hardcore drinker, I don't need all the show of it. No, just see, I'd like it. that. Just pour it. I'd like that. You I would like want it? that Coyote Ugly dancing shit. Why? But I like Tom Cruise flipping bottle. I'm I don't need the bottle flipping. Myself. I would rather watch the Coyote no. Ugly women no, dance. No, I wouldn't. I'd rather watch Tom Cruise do his Doing flips and I've shit. I've learned a lot about myself doing these podcasts lately. That you've I like got so, just, you've got some know. attraction to yeah, Tom Cruise, I think, Tom Cruise, and Kurt and Russell. Uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. it is what it is. Hey, no shame in that. Yeah, well, maybe because I was watching though. Tom Cruise bang when I was eleven. Maybe that's just, on the you know, stairs yeah. in a chair, yeah, on a train, on a tra- trampoline, or yeah, something, on a so. train. Everywhere he could. Everywhere he could. Yeah. <sighs> In one session? No way. Uh, maybe. Well, yeah, but they were outside. And then it's like, you want to take this to the stairs. Yeah. And then you want to take this to the living room chair. Yeah. You're just like, oh, you know. So there's little moments in between where they're just naked walking. I'm barely able to just roll over on top of my wife at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Without going, oh, my knees. <laughs> my hip. <laughs> I just go, Ugh. Yeah, we can go, do it, but I'm not getting out yeah, of this I chair. Go, bonk, bonk. <laughs> All right, let's go. That was a good one. I'm gonna go to sleep. High five. Yeah. Catch you later. See you. See you in three months. Oh, no. All right. Anyway. Well, oh. it is what it is. Okay. All right. Next up, Rebecca De Mornay. Yeah. Who played Lana? Star of the movie. She, she, this is going to disappoint you, too. She was born Rebecca Jane Perch. Perch? Perch. Like the fish? Yeah. Now you <laughs> see why they changed their names. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But she landed on De Mornay. That's yeah. an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, August 29th, 1959 was her birthday in Santa Rosa, California. 1959. So she's three years older than Tom. Her parents divorced when she was two, so she obviously had dyslexia as well. <laughs> and a few days I later, thought it was a stepdad thing. <laughs> her stepparent. A few days later, her mother remarried. There you go. <laughs> Rebecca was adopted by her stepfather, and she took up his last name, DeMornay. So thank God her mom <laughs> married a dude with a cool last name. Yeah, yeah. And she was, is it common? For the child to take the last name well, he, of the step-parent? Well, she must have really liked him. But isn't this a, like Made. the third time you've told me the same thing from different actors yeah. over the movies we've watched? It was the old days, man. It was like 19... What? Was, when was she? Uh, our parents, when she was two, few years later, her mother was adopted by... Probably when she was like nine or ten, so it's 1969. Maybe it was just a different time. Yeah, but it's like, it's just like, you're my dad now. My name is changing. Well, it's just maybe, weird. Maybe your dad was a piece of shit. Maybe 
Perch was a real piece of shit. Maybe. Yeah, yeah Perch. Know. What a piece of shit. Yeah. So Nice uh, last name, dude. Dick. Oh, it's about to get sad now. Oh, no. He took, right. She took his last name, and then following his unexpected death... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but it makes... Anything that makes me uncomfortable, I apparently laugh at. Why does this um, make you uncomfortable? It's, I don't know. I, it's so, you're not even... You don't know these people. No, but it's, you know, I'm thinking of <laughs> 10-year-old Rebecca. Saying, I finally have my dad. Here's yeah. his last name. That, fuck. Dead. What yeah. did he die from? I don't know. I okay. didn't do that research. Just checking. Uh, they Mike moved to Europe after his death. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there, she had her early education at Summerhill School. Oh, wait. If this is early, maybe she didn't even have a choice in the last name. Maybe her mom just did it. Maybe she was like five. Well, yeah. I'm, I think I that's assume, what's going yeah. on here. Okay. Right. So she had her early education at Summerhill School located in Leiston, Suffolk, England, and later schooled at a German-speaking high school after the family moved to Austria. Hmm. I detected no hints of an accent nope. in her at all. No. Not at all. Hmm. She still speaks French and German fluently. she married? she taken now? Uh... I don't know. Mm. I didn't really get into that. Um, that she studied acting at the Lee Strasberg <laughs> Institute in New York City and got her professional acting role as an extra in the movie One from the Heart in 1981. <laughs> don't know that one. Two years later was her breakout role in Risky Business. Yeah. Made her a star. Then she was in movies such as Runaway Train with John Voight, Backdraft. Oh, yeah. Trip to Bountiful. And the hand that rocks the cradle, mm-hmm. which when I was out when I worked in the movie theater, and I just loved going in there and watching her breastfeed that other lady's child. <laughs> just loved it. Just so naughty. It's just made me happy. You're like, hold on. Yeah. So you're I like, gotta go. Someone needs their popcorn filled, and you're like, hold on a minute, oh, sure. and you just run off. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd run off. And go stand in the theater. All right. And watch her breastfeed Back. that shit. Just <laughs> you don't understand. She breastfeeds another woman's child. Yep. I'll be right back. Butter <laughs> on that. Uh, other actors in the movie: Joe Pantoliano, mm-hmm. Joey Pants. I guess they call him. Is His that what Guido. they call him? Joey I think Pants. I've heard that somewhere. I might be making that up. He was in Eddie and the Cruisers, Goonies, Empire of the Sun, Midnight Run, The Matrix, Matrix all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. Memento. He's yep. a very good actor. Uh, Curtis Armstrong was Miles Dalby, who was in Better Off Dead, One Crazy Summer, TV show Moonlighting, and of course as Booger, mm-hmm. as the man who introduced the world to We've Got Bush. <laughs> yeah. So yes. Gentlemen. So he's, he has a great place in history there. <laughs> uh, the movie was written and directed by Paul Brickman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You skipped right over Balky. What a fucking Come on. All right, Balky. Pierce Brosnan? No, that's, that's <laughs> Remington Steele. It's Brosnan how, how Show. Stupid, how stupid. Pierce Brosnan. The first thing that go in my head was not James Bond. It was Remington Steele. <laughs> Bronson Pinchot or something. Right Bronson Pinchot. Who was yeah. in... Uh, Perfect Strangers. And uh, did that little part of Serge. In, Serge, uh, right. Beverly Hills Cop. Yep. Okay, now yeah. we can move on. Okay, I like good. him. I'm glad we great. got that in there for you. <laughs> Written and directed by Paul Brickman, who did Men Don't Leave, True Crime, An Uprising. I think I've seen True Crime. Is that Clint, Clint Eastwood? Eastwood? Yeah, yep. yeah. Men Don't Leave, I think. I don't remember. 
No idea. Um, but most importantly, he wrote the Bad News Bears and Breaking Training, which is, for me, one of the ultimate <laughs> Do you classics. like the Bad News oh, Bears? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm a Bad News Bears guy. All of them, all yep, the way. Yep. The one where they're in the Astrodome going, let them play, let <laughs> them play. My favorite, Kelly Leak. Risky Business was his first directing job, though. He did. He, he did, did write and direct it. Um, and that's that. That's our biographies for the day. Hmm. Um, quotes. What Here's do I one. Have? Yeah, go ahead. Joel, Tom Cruise, is a Barry. Boffing and fucking are the same thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've I, never heard boffing yeah, until I, this movie. You went right into what I was saying. In the 80s, boffing was a thing. Okay. I remember it said boff and everything else. Yeah. Um, I did some research, as I tend to do. In the 1650s, sex was called joining paunches. Joining paunches. Yes. Okay. That was like the slang for it. Hey, we're going to join paunches. 1650s. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they say, we're going to join paunches. <laughs> Would you care to join paunches <laughs> yeah. with me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My lady. <laughs> My lady. Is this also Marquis de Sade again? Yeah, was he just know. like... Would you like to join Ponches while I slap your rear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a weird one. In the 1780s, yeah. their slang for sex was making feet for children's stockings. What? <laughs> it's quite literal. We're making feet for children's stockings. We're making feet for children's for stockings. Children's so-, so the stockings exist. And they need to make a baby. Yeah. For it. That's what they called it in the 1780s. Would you care to make feet for a baby's stocking? Yeah. Yeah. And my favorite was in the 1610s. When sex, they would call putting the devil into hell. <laughs> <laughs> Which sums up all of my experiences. But <laughs> It's time to put the devil into hell. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's put that devil into hell. Actually, we should bring that one back. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so that was 1610. Time to put the devil into hell. <laughs> so by the time we got to boffing in the 80s, I guess that's a little bit, little less uh, creative. But whatever. how long was boffing? Uh, how long was it called boffing? Just that one movie and one point. In I, time? I remember when I was a kid, people said boffing. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We were, you know, we weren't just say fucking when we were kids. <laughs> we were saying boffing and. I gotta go boff in the woods. Let's go boff, baby. Yeah, let's boff. Which freaked me out on Teen Wolf when the girl's name was Boof. <laughs> I thought she was down. But Despite just in name. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Another quote. Let me give you a little advice so you know. In times of economic uncertainty, never ever fuck with another man's livelihood. Guido. Says that. I got you know Guido was a, not that bad of a dude. No, he's he could have been man. real bad. He, yeah, he's just a businessman. I mean, he has a gun at first, yeah. but then they drive off with Rebecca, and he's totally cool with it. You yeah. know, he sells him all his stuff back. He's like, "I like you, kid." Yeah, it's just, I've never seen a pimp like that. Yeah, that representation. That's nice. Yeah, he, he he he's got a heart of gold. It's pretty wholesome. <laughs> Another one. Please, Joel, do what they say. Just get off the babysitter. Joel's mother in his <laughs> yeah. dream. Yeah, that's right. 
when all I mean, the cops surround the house. Yeah, it's just weird that when I'm 16, I long for someone to say that to me, and now it's a sex crime. Get off the babysitter. It's a sex crime usually because she'd be. She'd be a predator. I'd be a predator, not her. Oh. You think this 14-year-old's being a predator to me? Well, I. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking about. I there, was but. thinking that the the babysitter was much older than oh, you. Oh, when I was 16. You had a babysitter when you were 16. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no way. No. <laughs> There's no way. No. No. I had a babysitter, though. Uh, I think I was, like, in seventh grade because my sister was, you know, fourth. So my parents didn't want to leave me in charge of a fourth grader mm-hmm. at night. I loved her. The babysitter? Yeah. I did. Who was she? I can't even remember her name. I wonder if it's I one of my aunts. Like. <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> I used to just riff them out to your aunts, apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It could have been my mom. It could have been. My mom was the oldest one. Oh, shit. And he went to school with the youngest one. Oh, shit. It's my mom. Mike banked my mom. I mean, Tony banked my mom. (laughs) Maybe. Are you my dad? I could be. Oh, no. Shit. You had to be like 11. (laughs) Maybe it falls in line with risky business. (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> who's the U-boat commander? That's always <laughs> yeah, my favorite. That guy just shows up to deliver that line. Now, I wrote this down because I've always wondered. It's a little out there. Okay. All right. Remember, um, she killed her kids in the car in the water, Susan Smith? What? She, like, put the kids in the car and rode it into the water. Who? The kids drowned. Susan Smith, I think her name was. Where where is this coming from? Well, I'm just seeing if you remember. <laughs> Go with me. Okay. <laughs> I always wondered if the cop pulling up that car out of the water said, "Who's the U-boat commander?" Who's <laughs> the U-boat commander? Yeah. Children are dead. Yeah. I just remember that part of the movie. It was funny. It's like I don't really get to say this much. You think? Yeah. Do you think they time are? and place, Tom? Just something that I always thought <laughs> do, about. Do not say that. Yeah. That's just something I always wondered. <laughs> when they no, had those, it could have been anybody but dead. If anybody falls off a bridge into the water, it is. I feel like this guy show would show up to that scene and just like run and be like, "Has anyone said it yet? Has anyone yep. said it? Yeah. Who's the U-boat cam- commander? Yeah. I got it. <laughs> uh, another quote. We'll move on from that. That's a little weird thing. Uh, Joel says when a came right down to it i just wasn't attracted to her and miles said that should never stop you what yeah that, words i, I should have lived by that, yeah. i should have lived by more as a youth what that should never stop you yeah. that you're not attracted yeah just bang a chick oh like if they want to bang you yeah. just if do they it bang me just do it uh, right yes yeah. i'm not saying i'm just saying if they come after me but right i mean not that i'm a catch but i still had these weird but so you you would just be like, yeah, nah. right, let's put the devil in hell. Yeah, no, I would say I don't want the devil anywhere near hell. Oh. Yeah, but That's what you said? Yeah. Is this um, because you were waiting for Kurt Russell or maybe Tom that Cruise? Was it. Maybe that was <laughs> like, I'm not ready for you. You don't have Tom Cruise's build, so you don't have it. you don't have a flowing mane like <laughs> Kurt Russell. Do you have Kurt Russell's chin? No, they get the fuck out. Can you yell at me like he yells at everybody? <laughs> yeah. I'm not in. <laughs> <laughs> and, all right, and then one more quote—the the classic. From oh the wait! Oh, 
No. What? Well, I was going to say, when, <laughs> when you when you come, do you say, oh. if I go, if I go, you go, or if you go, I go. <laughs> I don't know, From back, back to the backdraft? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> backdraft. <laughs> Uh, that was the nerdiest joke I've ever heard. And I'm pissed I understood it. But you it. got it. Yeah, I'm completely mad I understood yeah, it. Uh, you go, I go. <laughs> okay. Oof. That All was right. my contribution to this episode. There we go. <laughs> and then, and then uh, the last, again, a popular one. Every now and then, say, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck gives you freedom? Freedom brings opportunity. Opportunity makes your future. I like how at the end the dad says, I always tell you, sometimes you gotta say, What the heck? Yeah, that's good. That's good. It was funny. Yeah. It's like his dad must have gone through the same. I gave a chuckle. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I said, What the fuck? I ended up with an anal fissure and a pet ferret. What? Yeah, I'm just telling you, that's the last time I said, What the fuck? What do you mean? That's just what. That's how you're gonna leave that story. Yep, that's all you need to know. An anal fissure and a ferret. (laughs) Yes, I don't know what happened. Are they related? I said, "What the fuck," and that's what happened. Are those two things related to one another? I'm not gonna go into it. Um, Tony, soundtrack. Did you put a ferret up your ass? No, of course I wouldn't. That would be too much. Were you just like, "What the fuck"? All right, you want to know what it was? Yeah. All right. I was in a. Pet store Brooks. Yeah. And I was looking at the pets, and there was a ferret. And then they were trying to decide whether I wanted the ferret. And then I really had to take a shit. (laughs) And I couldn't hold it. (laughs) And the person was like, well, you know, my sister and mother were like, do you want the ferret or not? I was like, what the fuck? Shut up. Just give me the ferret. And I ran to the bathroom, pushed it out. In Brooks, they have a bathroom? They don't? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well. I don't know of one. Well, they did that day. Did you take a ferret out of a cage and then shit in that cage? And I, then you had to go home with a ferret? I, maybe that's <laughs> the way it happened. Shit. Well, anyway, that's how you end up with a fissure and a pet ferret. Why did you get the fissure, though? Because I just pushed it out too hard. Like, I got to get back to this ferret? Yeah. yeah. I was like, come on. <laughs> They might sell the thing. I don't have time for yeah. this. <laughs> it's the worst time shit ever. I really oh. want this ferret. Yeah, please give me the ferret. All right. Oh, man. So, there we go. Wow, that went off the rails. Um, Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Yeah. The score of the film was written and performed by German electronica band Tangerine Dream. Hmm. They're kind of famous. Sounds familiar. The band formed in 1967 and has had an enormous impact on Western music through movies. In fact, they have recorded over 50 soundtracks, including Thief. Thief? James Caan, baby. It's a man's movie. Uh, The Keep, Firestarter, Near Dark, and Risky Business. I haven't seen Near Dark. No? No. You're missing out. Hmm. Or maybe it'll come up on the list. Okay. Uh, which was Risky Business exposed the group to the world. That's when everyone knew who Tangerine Dream was. Um, the band also heavily influenced the soundtrack of Stranger Things, of course, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. Uh, it's like that synth wave. 
It's kind of mellow. The most famous Tangerine Dream track from Risky's Business was called Love on a Real Train. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Love on a real train? That's what it says. Oh, because he's got the model train. Yeah. So they go fuck on a real train. Yeah. I get it. Right. Yeah. I can't fuck on a model train. They didn't even try. She could. <laughs> Tangerine Dreams had a trademark use of step sequencers. I don't know what those are. To create repetitive arpeggios that soon became the standard film music language. Used by so many Hollywood composers to underscore high voltage chase scenes through most of the 80s. I don't know what any of that means. That's me just copying and pasting from a website mm-hmm. and not sourcing it at all. No, that's fine. I don't know what that meant at all. Uh, I think it's what I was talking about just a minute ago where they're like, da 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 And then every once in a while you got that like synth keyboard going like, dun, dun, dun. All right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I think that's how it is. Yeah. I, it could be. Isn't an arpeggio like just a, a segment of music? I don't know. I don't know either. What the hell is an arpeggio? I'm trying to we... sound smart here. I'll look it up. Hold on. Here we go. Let's waste time while I type in the computer here. Yeah. And our I'll do more of this synth Fissures, music. fissures, ba- ferrets and fissures. Ba- ba- You're not supposed to. Why are you looking that up? <laughs> Still have yeah, I'm looking a up anal ferrets fissures. and fissures. <laughs> um, an arpeggio <laughs> is a type of broken chord in which notes that compose a chord are individually sounded in progressive rising or descending order. So that wasn't a oh, pop, 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 pop. yeah. I don't fucking That's it. know. It's just like you said. <laughs> What's it? I don't know now. Is there an example that we can hear? Uh, I just ex- I'm not going. I just ex- it's fine. Out. We right. don't need to know. Anyway, arpeggio. Look it up, everybody. Yeah, you look it up. Now Listener. you know. Boom, 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 boom. One to grow on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. That's so weird. That's so <laughs> odd. <laughs> yeah. The uh, soundtrack also includes the songs DMSR by Prince, In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. I love that song. It's a good song. Well, you want a little no? Here we go. Old Time Rock and Roll. We're going. I used to dance. Did you? To that song. Did you a video of that? No. I could. Okay. <laughs> There's no um, video. Okay, never mind. There's um, not even pictures of my youth. I could could have been this age my whole life. I think I've got like one left from when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was originally released in 1979 on Bob Seger's album Stranger in Town. That's well, a great song. Song got a lot of airplay and reached number 28 on the top 100 in 1979. Then re-released in 1983 because of Risky Business, mm-hmm. where it uh, reached number 48 on the chart that year. Just 48? <laughs> not, not super. <laughs> risky Business didn't really, you really didn't get that Risky Business bump. Wow. It was number 48. <laughs> Did worse than when it first came out. So maybe not so iconic as, uh, <laughs> as, as we think. Um, it uh, placed... It became ranked number 100 on the AFI list of 100 movies, 100 songs. So it barely made the cut there. So. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a list. Yeah. Here I thought this song was this iconic thing in movies, and it just didn't make a dent. Wow. 
Wow. It sucks. Well, that scene is pretty iconic, so it's part of it. Yeah. But it could have been any song in that scene. I guess so. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Remember when. I'm depressed about old-time rock and roll now. Remember when. Stuff that happened the week in 1983, this movie came out. Yep. July 29th, Friday Night Videos premieres on NBC. Never heard of Friday Friday Night Night Videos. I don't remember that. Oh, it's like you'd. It was on after like the news, I think. Yeah. Or no, it would have been Johnny Carson or yeah, NBC Johnny would have been on after Johnny Carson the Friday night. And then it was, uh, yeah, video music videos. Oh, just music videos. Music videos of the time. So in 1983, you'd be watching "Sweet Dreams Are Made of These." This is you know pre MTV. No, I think MTV, no, MTV was out by this point, but NBC just got into the mix and just made a little video show long late at night on Friday. I used to watch it. Wow, I, I don't remember, remember watching ever it. seeing these Friday videos night videos. On yeah. Huh. Hmm. Steve Garvey ended his National League 1,207 consecutive game streak. That's, deal, a, yeah. that's a lot of games. Yeah. Um, weightlifter Sergei Didik of the United Soviet Republic whatever, jerks a record of 261 kilograms. And I used to jerk way more than that (laughs) when I was a kid. No, I don't know. I'll show you jerking. Um, I had half that total before I saw this movie. (laughs) So, there you go. He jerked 261 kilograms. July 31st, um, the... why would I have written that? The Dutch July average temperature is 20 <laughs> degrees Celsius. Why the fuck? <laughs> You're like, oh, here's sense. a good one. This is a good one to include. This is a good event. The Dutch July average temperature was 68 degrees Fahrenheit. For that week? For that week. <laughs> How did you even come across that I don't info? know. <laughs> Why would anyone ever care to record that? I even? don't know. I don't know. I mean, originally, not you copying it. Someone it had to sense. put that on the internet. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Slow week in the world. Yeah, I guess. Nothing else happened. No one died. There was well, a fucking flood. On, no, on August 3rd, John Sane of South Bend, Indiana, sets a world record of building a house of cards 3.91 meters tall. Well, that's like so nine, nine feet, feet tile. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's pretty big. Amazingly, it did not get him laid more. Did uh, how long? How long did he hold Touch. the record? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? This week this is the worst week. Yeah, there's in the noth- history of there's the world. Literally nothing that went on except for Friday night videos. That's about <laughs> it. August third, the U.S. performs a nuclear test at the Nevada test site. Okay. And then August 4th, Bettino Craxi becomes from premier of Italy. Wow. Then August 4th, France performs a nuclear test. That's all that was going on. Nuclear <laughs> tests everywhere. Testing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So there you go. Wow. Top 10 songs the week the movie came out. Okay. Uh, number 10, Wanna Be Starting Something by Michael Jackson. Wanna Be Starting Something? Yeah. How does that go? Wanna be starting something. Got to be starting something. 
They say, Mama say, Mama say, Mama say, Mama say. Okay, yeah. How to get over. Yeah, yeah. Low to get under. Yeah. You're stuck in the middle. I'll jam on that song all day. Sons yeah, that's of a good one. I just, uh, I don't think I knew the name. <laughs> Number nine, Stand Back by Stevie Nicks. Stand Back. Oh, yeah. Stand Back. <laughs> I don't know the other words. And I can't hear you. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> uh, number eight, Never Gonna Let You Go by Sergio Bandez. Got me. Okay. Seven, you don't know that? Maniac by Michael Sambello. Maniac? She's a maniac. Maniac on the floor. There you go. <laughs> Uh, number six, Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. We're gonna we gonna rock down to Electric Avenue. Electric <laughs> Avenue. And then we take it higher. <laughs> I don't know. Christ. That might have been cultural appropriation there. It wasn't appropriate. <laughs> um, let's see. Number five, Flashdance. What a feeling. Oh, okay. Did Flashdance come out that year? Must have, because there's two songs from the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, actually, probably three, I think, at this point. Um, number four, Is There Something I Should Know by Duran Duran. Is there something I should please, know? Please, please tell me now. Is there something <laughs> I should know? I've never heard that song. <laughs> no? All right. I don't think so. All right, well, you're missing out. Uh, number three, She Works Hard for the Money by Donna so Summer. Hard for the money. So hard for <laughs> it, honey. There you go. Number two, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This oh, yeah, by the Arrhythmics. And number one, Every Breath You Take by the Police. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a good song, too. Yeah. But isn't it about, like, a stalker? Yeah. Okay. We didn't give a shit back then. No, I we guess not. Put it to number one. Love that stalker shit. <laughs> All right. TV shows that week. There was a tie for 9 and 10. Okay. One Day at a Time. Okay. And Magnum P.I. Yeah. Number eight, Cagney and Lacey. Cagney yeah. and Lacey? Yeah. Two lady cops living in a man's world. That was... Oh, okay. Uh, for some reason, that just... Was in my mind as like a 70s show. Nope. 1983 was number eight. <laughs> okay. Number seven, Hill Street Blues. Oh. So we're digging the cop shows. Everyone, there's always cop shows all the time. Yep. Number six, the CBS Tuesday night movie, The Promise. The Promise. Yeah. Didn't this come up before? I was. There was a movie. I don't remember if it was this. Not The Promise, remember. though? I don't think it was The Promise. Uh, number five, 2020 on ABC. Oh, <laughs> there, creeping up news. on that 60 minutes. Yep. <laughs> uh, Trapper John, number four. Trapper John. Trapper John, MD. MD? He, he was the uh, dude from MASH, had his own spinoff show. Which dude? The guy that was uh, before. Honeycut? Or maybe I'm completely wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Let's <laughs> I'm going to look him up. up. Yeah, look up Trapper John. What is that? Trapper John M.D. This I remember guy? the show. This guy. Ex-MASH yeah. surgeon is chief of surgery at a yeah, San see? Francisco. I was hospital. right. Yeah, fuck you're right. You, fuck you. But hold on. This guy was on MASH? Who? 
Trapper John. Yeah. Well, he was... No, he was... I'm completely lost. I don't remember this guy. He was in the MASH movie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. With Donald Sutherland and um, the other guy. Who's the other guy? Elliot Gould. Oh. Yeah. Um, Okay. So not the show. I'm not going crazy. All right. Number three, Newhart. Newhart. The Bob Newhart show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number two, The Jeffersons. All right. Good time. 60 Minutes. Number one, 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So something, we say nothing was going on this week, but something was going on because 60 minutes was number one. Yeah, what was nowhere. that episode? I don't know what, did what they it cover was. For 60 minutes. I wonder if you can find that. You think oh. you can find that? Did it have, um... uh, let's see. I don't know, but 60 minutes is just a mainstay of, just mainstay of television, apparently. Is that the show that had the guy uh, I can't remember his name, but he would just rant for like one full minute yeah, about something Andy he hated. Rooney? Yeah, him. Yeah. It was. I'm mad about the lack of sex I'm having on stairs. Whoa, whoa. Let me tell ya. <laughs> Tom Cruise presents a completely <laughs> unrealistic depiction of coitus. <laughs> <laughs> He cannot. No one can put the devil in hell on a set of stairs. I guarantee he was wearing a fake dick. <laughs> wow. He just, and he was just... <laughs> Strap on all the way. There's no way he's lasting more than three minutes with Rebecca yep. DeMornay. And let alone on a set of stairs. I would have been done halfway through this rant. Yep. Would have been the shortest Tangerine Dream song ever. Um, uh, so there it is. I couldn't Dance find it. One arpeggio. <laughs> one, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, top ten movies. Yeah. Again, the week before. Week, yep, yep. Okay. Number ten, War Games. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Broderick? Yeah. Yep. Ali Sheedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when she's... Oh, I don't know if she was underage at the time, but I was underage at the time, so I can talk about this. <laughs> when they're in the bedroom together, he's like showing her his stuff, and the parents yell at him. And he comes back, and she puts his legs right on the desk, so he's trapped. I always so wanted hot. that. Is Ali Sheedy the one from Breakfast Club who's goth? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love her. It's a wonderful lady. <laughs> Holy shit. Welcome to this week's episode of Two Horny Dudes. Hey, um, we just watched the horniest movie. That's true. Ever. I guess we're allowed. So, give me a break. Yeah, I watched. I watched Risky Business, and I'm ready to fuck. Yeah. All right. Anyway, my place yeah. doesn't have stairs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number nine, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs re-release. Oh, Jesus. Uh, number eight, Class. Class. Speaking of more sex comedies, never seen this that one. one. Was with Andrew McCarthy, Rob oh. Lowe, I believe. And like uh, Jacqueline Bissett. Jacqueline Bissett. I think he was banging the dude's mother or something oh. like that. I can't remember. Just something like that. Number seven, Trading Places. Oh, yes. That's oh. a good one. It's a funny one. Number six, Private School. Another one. Nope. <laughs> this is just the era. And this going is on. just before. They're like, release yeah. them all at once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number five, Staying Alive. The Saturday Night Fever oh. sequel with the song that. Dun! Dun, dun, 
Frank Stallone classic. Wait, you're telling me Frank Stallone? Yeah, yeah. I've seen Frank this Stallone in it. another movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Frank Stallone. Yeah, Frank Stallone was in Staying Alive, which was a sequel to Saturday Night. Well, Fever? Frank Stallone sang the song. Wait, Frank Stallone is not Sly Stallone's brother? Yeah, it is. Yeah, and he sang a song. He sings a lot of songs. I have a whole playlist on Spotify of Frank Stallone songs. What? He sings a song from Rambo. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know Rocky. Yeah. When the guy's in, take it back. Do, 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 do. That's him. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow, you're blowing my mind. Yeah, Holy man. shit. I'm deep. I'm deep on Frank Stallone. <laughs> wow. Frank Stallone. Okay. Yep. Uh, number four, Crawl. 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 Yeah, good one. I heard they're rebooting that or something. Well, yeah. well take I mean. Take the fire from my hand. It's not going to be great. Yep. Number three. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That was number yeah. three? That was number three. Jeez. Yeah. It might have been out for a while. Okay. Yeah, because I think that I remember that was probably the beginning of the summer because I remember in school I was going nuts. Jaws 3D. That number on the two, list. Jaws no 3D. No shit. <laughs> You're psychic today. <laughs> you called 60 Minutes, called Jaws 3D. Well, for some reason, and it's stuck in my mind that Return of the Jedi and Jaws 3D yep. came out the same year. Yeah, I remember seeing them both in the theater. Wow. <laughs> yep. And then number one, National Lampoon's Vacation. You know, classic. Yep. Number one movie that week before. Wow. All right. <laughs> Budget and box office. We ready? Yeah. Budget of Risky Business, $6.2 million, $1983, or $18.9 now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. low budget. Uh, opening weekend was 4.2, or $13.1, mm-hmm. Total box office, 63 1983, or $194 million. Wow. This, in the today's money. So, it was, a, it was a hit. That's a bona fide hit. Yeah. That made some cash. Made some moolah, as Guido would say. <laughs> no. No? He wouldn't say it like <laughs> w- that. I thought his name was Guido. His name is Guido, like, but he wasn't like, like a money. He wasn't like a no. mafioso. Oh, all right. I found his name. I, I, <laughs> I got that scratch. This might be our I most make, offensive episode yet. I just thought, I just thought that's what Well, you're... they, yeah. I mean, they did give him a slur for a name. Yep. It, uh, all right. <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs> Um, number 1301 on the chart of all time, the number 10 money-making movie of 1983, which isn't bad considering Return of the Jedi right. and all those, uh, it opened number three, it's opening week, finishing behind Vacation and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it's hard so to no go up against there. those. Yeah. yeah. No, no problems there. It opened up against the movie Star Chamber. Never heard of that. Some crime thriller with Michael Douglas and Star Hal Chamber. Holbrook. Yep, hmm. the Star Chamber, and that one came in number nine that weekend. So Risky Business did well. Uh, the other new movie that week came in number nine. Hmm. Star Chamber. I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, it's good I like, stuff. I, like I vaguely Mikey remember Douglas. it. Yeah, I vaguely remember it. 1980 awards. 1984 Golden Globe nomination, Best Actor, Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical, Mr. Tom Cruise. Hmm. 
Hmm. He was getting Golden Globe noms even back then. Wow. Yeah. Has he won anything? He think he won for Born on the Fourth of July, didn't oh. he? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. He should have if he hasn't for everything. For um, everything? He should win for everything he's in. 1984, Writers Guild of America nomination. Best comedy written directly for the screen, Paul Brickman. Uh, 2008 TV Land Award nomination. The movie dance sequence re you reacted in your living room. It was old time rock and roll sequence. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if that award really counts for anything, but it was there. What was that award title again? Movie dance sequence you reenacted in your living room. So it's made specifically for this. They, yeah. They yeah, made yeah. a. Uh, they wanted to put it in there. They wanted to give them some kind of award, yes. so they created yes. this yeah. specific to this movie. Yes. Okay, are we ready to get to know the movie? Yep. I hope so, because here we go. Okay. The working title of the movie was called White Boys Off the Lake. <laughs> well, that is what the <laughs> the original prostitute says. Yep. yep. I know what all you white boys yep. off the lake want. Shit, I don't even remember that. Good for you. you. Um, the studio rejected the title, saying uh, it sounded too much like an off-Broadway play that was around at the same time. It is a pretty shitty title. White so, Boys Off the Lake. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I found some other rejected titles. Boy Meets Whore. <laughs> That's one of them. It's uh, a weird one, but they rejected it. <laughs> so simple. Yeah. Uh, selling That Pussy. It's Risky. That was another one. It's... It's not so risky in this movie. No, it turns it out just fine. Yeah, the cops don't care. The Princeton guy doesn't care. Yeah. I, I mean, Guido, whose <laughs> women yeah. are taken from him, well, doesn't goes, care. Another title I found. Yeah. Guido, an American success story. Just want to add. And uh, that was it. That's all I could find. So there you go. Uh, Paul Brickman wanted to make a teen movie that wasn't condescending to a 17-year-old. He wanted to make something smarter than all those screwballs and joystick movies and stuff. Um, which he said were just boobs and dudes trying to lose their virginity. He wanted something a little more. He wanted to say something. Okay. Yep. Uh, when he was writing it, he was inspired by a movie called The Conformist. It was released in 1970, a political drama by Bernardo Bertolucci. Set in 1940s fascist Italy. The story this movie of, was inspired by that? Yeah, it's the story of the neurosis and self-loathing of a sexually confused, would-be fascist <laughs> desperate to fit into 1983 Rome. He really wanted to be a fascist. <laughs> desperate to fit in. <laughs> I just want to be one. I want to hate with you guys. As we all know, all fa no fascists are sexually confused. They don't write what they want. Uh, <laughs> you cannot goes. join us. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you know exactly what you want. Yeah. You'd never make it because you're so confused yeah. about Tom Cruise and Kurt Russell, and yeah. Rebecca De Mornay. So uh, apparently this character was sent to Paris to murder his former anti-fascist college professor. And uh, He was sent where? To his Paris to murder his former anti-fascist college professor. Wow. Paul Brickman apparently wanted to see the movie Sense of Style and then add some humor and sex to see what happened. I don't get it, but 
Yeah, Paul I Brickman didn't see did. the tie. At he all. got it. <laughs> um, he finished the script that ended up dealing with themes of coming of age, loss of ev- innocence, materialism, and the pitfalls of capitalism run amok. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. But everything works out. It's yeah. not so much... I don't think he really sold the point of capitalism run amok yeah. because well, in we'll the end... talk about that in a little while, actually. Okay, all right. Yeah, you well, ready for that? All yeah. right. First, none of the movie studios were interested in the script. They wanted Porky's, not some stylish comedy with criticisms of modern life. They wanted Porky's. I didn't even think of this as a comedy. Well, that's what he thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Many studios were afraid of using Brickman, who was a first-time director, and they didn't see the movie as a star-making vehicle, so there wasn't much point. Oh, they're dumb. Yeah, that was an idiotic thought. Brickman refused to give up on his script, and Warner Brothers finally agreed to make it. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Uh, Looking for their cast, 19-year-old Tom Cruise. 19! 19? That's how old he was. He was in the middle of working on The Outsiders Mm -hmm. when he auditioned for Ricky Business. His agent told him to stop by and say hello to Brickman and all his casting people. So Cruise had no idea it was actually an audition. He thought he was just going to go say hi. And he showed up in his full Outsiders gear. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who he played in the Outsiders. I haven't seen that since I was I a know child. it was a sleeveless denim vest. <laughs> just biceps. Uh, anyway. Oh, he, remember, he showed up in sleeveless, muscled up. He had his chipped tooth. Yep. You know, he took that in, his, in the movie and his hair all greased up. So it didn't go very well for Tom Cruise at first. <laughs> Not quite what they were looking for. <laughs> you don't for, look like a teenager. For the white boy off the lake. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no one saw him as able to play a normal suburban kid. But he did come back for a second audition, did a screen test with Rebecca De Mornay, and uh, they had good chemistry and decided to cast them both. I wonder if they had him fuck in a chair or something. Uh, I would have. Yeah. Like, we yeah. got to do this scene. <laughs> yeah. Would have been like those casting couch videos I've heard about on Pornhub. Oh, those are fun. Uh, that just got awkward. Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. I started. Th- are uh, they? <laughs> are they fun? <laughs> um, he wanted to take the two unknown actors and turn them into movie stars. Yeah. Tom Cruise lost 14 pounds in five weeks to play Joel. What? Yeah. Once he reaches goal weight, he stopped exercising and put on a layer of baby fat. 14 pounds in five, five weeks. weeks. And, then, and then just put on fat. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he did look like a teen, so yeah. good it's, job. He said Joel is a very vulnerable person, and he w- didn't want any physical defenses for him. That's why he put on the fat. No muscle armor at all. I love Tom Cruise calls him muscle armor. God, no man. muscle armor? He's just such a beast. I love the man. Uh. <laughs> Isn't he like five feet tall? I don't care. Just saying. That's why I needed that muscle armor. Yeah, but it's like fighting an armadillo, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever fought an armadillo. Well, I haven't either, but I imagine it's not that hard. No, I guess you just <laughs> kick it when it turns into a ball. Like you're little. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the dance scene. The famous dance scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
apparently Tom Cruise used to dance around his own house to that song when he was a kid, when it came out in 1979. So he's Just like 15. four years before So he's this? like 15. When he was 15, he used to dance around the house to that song. Okay. Dressed like that? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. He was 15, but... Okay, anyway. The scene was shot in a half a day. Not filmed at the house in Highland Park, but at a schoolhouse in Skokie, Illinois. <laughs> Movie magic there. Uh, the scene was actually one line in the screenplay. Simply said, Joel dances around in underwear throughout the house. That's okay. all there was in the script for it. Uh, Cruz kept improvising the dance, adding the candle skitch, stick, sorry, as the microphone, the couch jumping, putting up his collar, mm -hmm. all the sexy stuff. He did have some good dance moves. Yeah. At one point, he rises to his feet doing the splits. Yeah. Like he's in the splits. Rises Tom Cruise up. is an athlete. Yeah. Um, soon they got an idea to wax half the floor, keep the other half dirty, so he could slide across and come to a stop. And mm -hmm. there is the iconic scene. Yeah. That just came up with, let's just wax the floor and make Let it him dirty. Slide. And it'll stop. Uh... Paul Brickman stated that the dance was an expression of freedom, privacy, and lewdness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was at its core the celebration of a teenager left to his own devices. Yeah, I, that part made sense. They, uh, they did that. They pulled that off. I just thought it was dancing. Parents are gone, and he's putting on a record and dancing around. I guess. Right? Yeah. Uh, Ricky, risky business, and this is a completely off topic, but why not? Uh <laughs> Has a connection uh, with the Mandela effect. Why? Oh, let me guess. So, yeah. People think he's wearing the sunglasses, right. but he's not. But I remember he was. I'm in that group that clearly remembers my whole life. Mm -hmm. So the Mandela effect, if we don't know. You have a clear memory. Of, when someone has a clear memory of something, when it really didn't happen. In this reality. It's like the Berenstein Bears. Yes. Are... Berenstain Bears. Yes, right. Yes. Uh, many people, many people remember the exact same thing with, with identical details while the other group of people say, no, that is not the way it happened at all. Mm -hmm. um, so. Because you jump from one dimension into right. another. The theory would be that there is a parallel, re parallel reality that exists and we've been sliding between them without realizing, thus causing different memories of different groups. Right. Yeah. So you're from a different reality. Yeah. yeah. I think I think at least I slid into it for a while. Into the one where you saw him wearing Sun sunglasses. I clearly I know that man wore sunglasses. Yeah. That's the reason why I bought the sunglasses. The Wayfarers. Yeah. About. I still wear them to this day. You have some? You see me pictures in Disney World with those things on. Yeah. Cigarette hanging out of your mouth, I trying wish. to pimp out no. women. No. Well, maybe. My <laughs> broads, as my, you call yeah, them. My broads. <laughs> Just shut up, you stupid dame. Uh, <laughs> Just went back to the 40s. Um, so, yeah. So, it's called the Mandela Effect because a significant group of people remember Mandela dying in jail and even remembered a televised funeral even though he became the South President of South Africa. He's quite clear to me. I, 
He was released. Yeah, he was definitely released. <laughs> so I don't know what these fucking idiots will remember. <laughs> yeah, who but. the hell? This is the, this one. So many Maybe people believed it example. that they named it this. Yeah, yeah. I. He was clearly yeah. Um, a couple other examples, like you said, the Baron Stain Bears. That's uh, the one I think that yep. gets me the most. Another one is the fact uh, many people remember the Monopoly Man wearing a monocle. I do. He doesn't. He doesn't now. What do you mean he doesn't? Yeah. Let's see. Now you're now you slid into a parallel reality. Uh, well, I just looked up some of these. Jif. <laughs> yeah. Jif. Jif. It was never called Jiffy. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you sound like a samurai? Well, Oish. I thought for sure it was Jiffy. <laughs> oh. Disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> what? All right, uh, I think we're on the same website. <laughs> the Looney Tunes? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're on website. the same one. The top 40 of these? Yeah. Okay, yeah. the Looney Tunes, it is, I do know that one, Tunes. I'm not, uh, the Berenstain You know, I Bears, know the Tunes, yeah. That one, I was sure, was Berenstain. I don't, no, I remember Steen. Steen is yeah, what I remember. Yeah. Uh, Curious George's Tale? I don't. Re- I never. I don't remember a damn thing about. I don't George, have so any. I have no opinion on that one. Yes. Sex and the city. Not sex in the city. What's the right one? It's sex and the city. Oh. Yeah, it was. Always, I always remember sex in the city. That was like part of it. It was like the girls in the city. I'm sorry, women in the city. I am a sexist son of a bitch. <laughs> I've never seen the show. <laughs> it seems terrible. It's just a bunch of never mind. Febreze? Febreze. Oh, Oscar Mayer. It's Mayer? Yeah. All right. I don't See, I remember that. M-A-Y-E-R. I remember that. I'm you good. M-A-Y? Yeah. I thought it was Mayer. Yeah. Skechers. Didn't I, they have no. that, like, hot dog vehicle forever on on TV? Yeah. The Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Wienermobile. Yeah. Yeah. Thought for sure it was. They recently changed it to the Frank Mobile, but now it's back to the Wiener Mobile as of like a couple days ago, actually, I think. Oh, good. Fruit Loops? Update on the Wiener Mobile. I remember Fruit Loops always being the two O's. And that's the correct? Yeah. All right. This Uh, turkey leg? I don't know about this turkey leg. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not at all. Oh, okay. There's the Monopoly Man and his monocle. I don't uh, remember a monocle at all. Well, see, when I think of the guy, I'm not picturing this image either with him running with the cash. Yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing, like, the guy on the cover was it, where it's, like, just the head and the top hat and a monocle, I thought. Huh? Pikachu's tail. No. Oh, right. Hold on. Kit Kat. Kit Kat. The hyphen in I, Kit Kat? I, I have no... Ma- I don't know. No. I never, never ate I the didn't damn pay things. Attention. Fruit of the Loom logo. See, I remember a cornucopia. <laughs> I thought it was a cornucopia. What is it? It doesn't have the oh, shit. cornucopia in no, there? No, apparently not. I remember a cornucopia. I do too. I'm shifting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Cheez-Its or Cheez-It? It. Uh, I don't know, know Cheez-Its. I think just cheese yeah. it. Double stuff Oreo. 1F. I don't, yeah, but why? I never paid attention. But why? Why yeah. would anyone make it one F? That's oh. so dumb. Mona Lisa's smile. I don't... I know C-3PO has a silver leg. Yeah, clearly in the first movie, he's got a silver See, leg. See, I don't... When I was a kid... Nope. Yeah. My action figure didn't have 
a silver leg. It's because they don't give a fuck. They're not going to make us, like, make sure you make that one leg silver. Well, Paint this one leg a different color so for a child's just, Maybe it was just the toy. action figure that wasn't parallel reality. It was just an action figure. <laughs> yeah, they don't apparently. care. Just paint, like, all right, all spray right. paint gold. Shit, man. The Flintstones. Why What's this one? I don't know. Are we going to go through all 40 of these? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we can continue. <laughs> <laughs> We're just scrolling through. Oh, look at that. The Flintstones has two T's. Yeah, it's Flintstone. Right? Gandalf saying, run, you fools. He actually says, fly, you fools. I don't know him saying, run, you fools. I don't know. I don't Whoa. even Whoa. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> Your mind's being blown today. Well, life was like a box of chocolates. Hmm. Okay. These aren't that big of a deal, most of these. Right. None of them are like, whoa, like, my God. Some of them are a little weird, but... Yeah. These are all... If you're jumping dimensions and this is all that changed... So... Not really on par yeah, with a guy no, no. dying in prison versus being president. No, no. So... The Mandela Effect Risky Business, like we say, it's the sunglasses Dorian is, and he's wearing a white shirt. If you watch the movie now, he's got no sunglasses and the shirt is pink. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't remember a pink shirt in this slide. White with sunglasses. That's what I remember all my is, life. Is that how they marketed the Halloween costume? There are no Halloween costumes. Oh, I'm sure there figures. were. I'm sure there were Halloween costumes. No. Um, there were plenty of what Mandela Effect enthusiasts, enthusiasts call residuals that show that my way is true. What do you mean residuals? You're about, to find you? out. You're about to find out. <laughs> any any parody of the dancing you find has the person doing the Tom Cruise, Cruise dance. Yeah. He's wearing dark glasses and a white shirt. Yeah, the person is. But they're, they're parodying it, so they're trying to recreate what was actually there. The Simpsons did the same. Yeah. The Nanny. The Nanny, the TV show? Yeah. Fran Drescher? Yeah. I'm dancing. Uh, <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah, she's the shit. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm Fran Drescher. Uh, <laughs> I like. Oh, no. <laughs> I just love Bob Seger. Um, Scrubs did it as well. Even Alf in 1986, just three years after the movie was released. Alf was in a white shirt with dark sunglasses. Yeah, but Alf was always wearing those sunglasses all the time. Listen, I don't like <laughs> the fact that you can't open your mind to this. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is at some point after that movie came out, yeah. someone was like, I'm not wearing a pink shirt, and I think his sunglasses are cool. So they dressed up that way, and everyone did it because macho men didn't want to wear a pink shirt, and they definitely wanted the cool sunglasses. Well, in either I bet, case... I bet they're also smoking a cigarette sometimes. I don't know. In those residuals. It could be. Could be. Listen, in either case, sales of those sunglasses went up 2,000% after the release of the movie. Holy shit. This movie yeah. really catapulted those yeah. things. Yeah. So, that's <laughs> my segue there. You like that? Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, see. The Porsche. 1981 Porsche 928. Uh, it was completely gutted so it could be sunk in a lake. There was one, there were uh, four of them. Four, wait, I, 
I forgot how to read. I'm high. I'm just <laughs> high, I'm going to try again. I'm the hungover yeah. one here. <laughs> There's, there were four 1979 and one 1981 Porsche 928 used in the making of the movie. One being completely gutted in order to sink it in the lake. It's mm-hmm. probably for environmental, you know, don't need. No gasoline or yeah. oil or whatever. Yeah. Um, only one of the Porsches that was used in the movies has actually been found. And it was sold at auction for $49,000. Jeez. Not much. <laughs> Not much Hell. more than an actual porch. This movie sucks. <laughs> what this were the other th- three no used for? On you have one that drives. You have one to sink. What, yeah. what are the other two for? Did they crash some? When he was chasing everybody, oh, would they, they maybe dent some? through uh, town there. Yeah. Okay. Um, though... The value of the average value of a regular old 1979 Porsche 928 today is 15 grand. So it is more. 49 is more than what the actual thing is worth. I guess that car is 15 grand today. Yeah, it's a pretty sweet car. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not after this inflation, though. No, it's probably dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dynamics. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to build off that. Yeah, well, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. Let's get to the crystal egg. <laughs> Joke flat, flat. Flatter than uh, a pancake. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to go no. in a different direction. No, no, just went as literal there. Uh, about the crystal egg. Yeah. Joel's mother uh, seemed to love more than him. The egg was made by Steubing Glassworks, according to New York. They uh, made many of these items and gave them to gifts to many U.S. presidents. Really? Yeah. This lady had an egg that Apparently, was... Apparently, yeah. So this egg, that's why the egg deal. was such a big deal, yeah. Wow. It, uh, it was a 100-year-old business when it closed down in 2011. And it closed down because of the demand for crystal degrees rapidly after the 2008 recession. Well, yeah. I can't blame Bidenomics for that, I guess. Who the fuck cares about crystal anything? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you need a crystal for? Um, Nothing. To bring the Skirksies and the other things back together. Oh, that's true. And, uh, yeah. The, what are those things, though? What are the Skeksies and the... They're the Skeksies and then those the old guys. Umahas or something? Or? Is that what they're called? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are they called? I have no idea. Anyway. Do they even say... I think yeah, those so. guys are like, oh. oh. I just remember the one guy go, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. Talk about another traumatizing yeah. movie. They suck the life out of that little puppet. I like that. Jesus Christ. Yep. That's a good movie. Um, The Dark Crystal for the yeah. listeners at home. We never said. We say it's valuable, but the egg owned by Joel's family would have retailed for about $1,000 at the time. But that was 1983, so that's that's pretty expensive. These people are just charging it, I'm sure. They're just... <laughs> Diners club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I must have this crystal egg. Getting to the ending. You were talking about everything works out. Yeah. Paul Brickman hated the ending that ended up being used in the movie, uh, where he dines at a restaurant with Lana, and he says, I was just thinking where we'll be in 10 years. And she says, they're going to make it big. And he asks, was this a setup? Mm-hmm. She says, no. Cut to them working, th- walking through a park at night and talking about how they won't be seeing each other for a while. Right. 
And she's and he says, uh she asked her to spend the night with him. And he jokingly asks if she has any money. Yeah, it's a callback to the yeah. when they first hang out. And then his voice is voiceover. My name is Joel Goodson. I deal in human fulfillment. I grossed eight thousand dollars in one night, Tommy your life kid. Yeah, you know, that whole young entrepreneurs yeah. segment of the movie really didn't have anything to do with the movie. Yeah. So you know, it yeah. was just a side story. Yeah. So there's a reason why I just spelled out the whole ending. I wasn't just reminiscing. Uh-huh. The alternate ending. Yeah. Uh, they dine at the same restaurant, have a similar conversation. He says, was our night together just a setup? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says no, and then adds, why does it have to be so tough? He summons her to come over and, he s- and sit on his lap, which she does, of course, because that's what went on there. While still on his lap, they embrace, and Joy's voice, Joel's voiceover is exactly the same, except instead of saying, Tommy, your life, it just says, isn't life grand? And what? I, uh, I don't know. Apparently, according to Paul Brickman, this was a subtle yet more sarcastic and in- ambiguous ending. I don't mm. see it. Well, you know, I thought the movie was going to end with her skipping town. You know, like, yeah. it all starts with her trying yeah. to get away from yeah. Guido. Yeah. And then luring this teenager into being her pimp for yeah. her and all of her friends yeah. to prove a point. Yeah. And they all go right back to Guido. Yeah. No problem. Oh. There's no way he's letting Rebecca de Mornay go. No. No. Guido, I mean. Yeah. I and know. they kind of set it up earlier in the movie when he asked her, uh, her a question. And she's like, uh, it's like they're dating. And she's like... Um, I, I can't believe after all this you still don't see more in me. Yeah. So yeah. I really thought him still yeah. doubting her in the end was going to be her, like, well, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, she would have revealed, yeah, I did yeah. use you. Yeah, they, uh, the studio wanted something more upbeat. Hmm. They wanted something to show the audience that Joel and Lana were going to be okay and together forever. Um, they thought Brickman's ending left it like Joel's going to go to school, Lana's going to go back to hooking. Mm-hmm. So that's what we call it back then, hooking. Hooking. Uh, and they, I don't know why I just found that so funny. Hooking, <laughs> but they, uh, and then they'd live their separate lives. So they didn't like that. Uh, Brickman first refused to direct the new ending, and the studio almost hired someone else new to do it. But in the end, Brickman relented because he wanted his movie to be released with him as the director, mm-hmm. and uh, he put it in the movie. So there you go. Weirdly enough, I stumbled across some other alternate endings on the internet. Okay. Uh, Let's see. In this alternate ending, Joel and Lana walk off hand-in-hand in in the park. Uh, The voiceover happens, ending with Tommy or Life, huh, kid? They walk some more, and uh, the Tangerine Dream music plays, and then Joel's voiceover returns, and he says, I'm sorry, you sucked how many? And then fades to black. <laughs> so there's the ending there. <laughs> That's the ending. In uh, one night? Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of a less uh, hopeful ending. Um, let's see. Number Another ending I found. The F5 FBI arrives at Joel's door. They arrest him for human trafficking. He's tried and sentenced to 20 years. We flash to 20 years later with an older Tom Cruise coming out of prison looking terrible. Aryan Nation prison tattoos are over his forearms. 
We see him in a cooking in an awful diner wearing a hairnet, being harassed by his boss. And uh, then that quote, my name is Gold Goodson, ideal fulfillment. <laughs> Tommy, your life kid, huh? Fade to black. Old time rock and roll begins. You wouldn't have him come out of there and be a bartender flipping bottles and shit? Well, that's I, I didn't write the ending. Cocktails, so, the no. sequel. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I found, uh, Tom Cruise arrives at Princeton, opens his dorm room door, and Guido's inside banging a girl from behind who smiles at <laughs> him and says, time of your life, huh, kid? <laughs> Freeze on Joel's horrified-looking face as old-time rock and roll begins. They could have done a sequel with yeah. Guido and him yeah. being buds. Yeah. Like, you did it. You were really good, kid. Could have been good. Let me show you how to be a pimp. Oh, this this is going to make you happy in your Bronson Pinchot obsession. I got a little bit about him for obsession. you. Obsession? I just said yeah. he was in the movie. <laughs> it pissed me off, all right? <laughs> all right. He's in it quite a lot. <laughs> right. So, as we mentioned... <laughs> fucking... Why you hate this Bronson guy so much, Joe? <laughs> he was Valky. He was very funny. Uh, yes. He played Serge in Balky, um, which aired for, in Perfect Strangers, which was on from 1986 to 1993. Uh, Pinchot didn't believe Risky Business was going to be a hit at all. And now we've got a little gossip. Pinchot said everyone on set thought Tom Cruise was a huge bore. So maybe now you know why I say fuck Bronson Pinchot. Well, if everyone felt that way, maybe he was. Um that's Bronson Pinchot saying everyone felt that way. Maybe he they said, did, and everyone was afraid to tell him. I'm just telling you. This, he said Cruz was very tense all, all the time and called everyone by their character's name. But a that's method, man. Douche. No, fuck that. Tom Cruise is You're an man. actor, man. Just remember hey. your lines and name. Don't, uh... What, what is he, like, Rebecca De Mornay? He called her Lana? Yeah. And then what? Just fucked her all the time? Maybe. I'm method acting. I hope so. <laughs> I'm Tom Cruise. I'm Let's method acting. Put this devil to hell. <laughs> put, bring this devil back to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you picture Tom Cruise as a little elf running around. A fuck elf running around. It's time to join <laughs> Pelvis. <laughs> or whatever that one was. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so he's just walking around being like, what's up, Guido? Yeah, like, Guido, what's going on, baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a dick. <laughs> That's, it is what it is. Um, some random risky business facts to end all this mayhem. Diane Lane was originally offered the part of Lana, but her dad didn't want her playing a prostitute. So she didn't. You know, I'm surprised uh, the single white female chick wasn't in this. Yeah. What true. was her name? Yeah, she was a prostitute all the time. All the time. I mean, acting-wise, not real life. The framed pictures of Joel around the house in the movie were Tom Cruise's real-life childhood photos. Okay. That part was disturbing. They're fucking on the <laughs> stairs. Yeah. And the camera's just sliding yeah. by. And while he's fucking, it's then you just get full frame child Tom Yeah, because he was a child, but on the stairs he's becoming a man. I know, but maybe go the other way, <laughs> no, I guess. I like, I like Instead it's like, it. look it up, fuck Rebecca. Uh, I, like, and then, I like hearing the fucking while I watch it show. Here he was as a oh. child. Mm -hmm. Look at that little baby face. Yeah. He's going to grow up to fuck. And um, do it well. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Curtis Armstrong, who played Miles, was actually 28 years old playing that teenager. <laughs> and he looked it. Yeah, he did. Uh, 
other people considered for part of Joel were Nicolas Cage, of course, John Cusack, Michael J. Fox, Tom Hanks, even. Yep. I would have paid to watch Tom Cruise fuck on those stairs. No, I mean Tom Hanks fuck on those stairs. He couldn't have pulled that, hey. that off. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Is that your Tom Hanks? Buzz! <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. This is where he gets. Tom Cruise watched the screening of Risky Business sitting next to his mother. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. So it was either awkward or hot, I guess, would be the thing it would be. I need um, you to cover your eyes for the next <laughs> 10 minutes, Mom. Yeah. All right. Now is the time for a word. Oh, it's, God. It's Joe Stan Wood's favorite part. The time Jeez. for a word from our sponsor. Oh, how long is this one? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad there. Let me... Let's oh. zero down a little bit here. Hold on. There you go. Now you can read it all. Okay. All right. Here we go. La, 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 la. We have to take a quick break. To I'm give... sorry. Did you just do vocal exercises? I'm hungover, man. Right. I got to read this shit hungover. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so like Regis Phil. I'm hungover. <laughs> Kathy, I was, I was up all night drinking coffee brandy. <laughs> Let me tell you, Gil. I mean, I tied one on last night. Really? I'm hungover. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let me read this. <laughs> Don't get on my case about this. Okay. Mm. We have to take a quick break to give a thanks to this week's sponsor, Ranger Dick's Train Fuck Tours. Oh. Take it from me. Nothing beats a good train fuck. And Ranger Dick's Train Fuck Tours <laughs> offers, the very, <laughs> offers the very most for your train fuck dollar. Ranger Dick gets you access to the very best trains for train fucking. They have comfortable comfortable seats, a nice smooth rocking motion oh, to help you out, yeah. and Sounds. an amazing sound system playing the most erotic synth-pop music that exists today. Don't have a partner? That's just fine. Ranger Dick will give you a train fuck... <laughs> wait, wait. What? Ranger Dick will give you a train fuck... On the train at no extra cost? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a, a great deal. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's all included. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? It's all included in the very low admission price of nineteen ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cheap. It's a hell of a deal. <laughs> That's super cheap. Don't worry if a train fuck isn't your thing. Ranger Dick is perfectly willing to throw you a good train suck instead. Whoa. <laughs> that Whoa. seems more like a $20 yeah. service. Why, why would he do that? Because that, because that is the extra customer service you see in Ranger Dick's train fuck tours that you just don't see in the rest of the train fuck tour industry. And don't forget, visit, visit the Ranger Dick train fuck tour website now. Enter the promo code G Jimmy. Ranger Dick. Where did that come from? Ranger Dick will take an extra 10% off the already low price of 1995. Ranger Dick's fuck train tours. There's nothing like train fucking. There it is. So thank you to Ranger Dick's train fuck tours sponsoring the episode today. Ranger Dick's train fuck tours. 1995. It's something well worth looking into. <laughs> yeah. These women were charging like 300 bucks. Huh? Yeah. 
You're going to get an entire fuck on a train for 20? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he did. What a deal. That's what Everyone's going to be doing he it. did. <laughs> hungover. I'm hungover. Jesus. Kathy Gilman. Don't get you me see a my cup. headaches? <laughs> my stomach's upset. I puked just before the show. <laughs> I got this cotton now. <laughs> Smoke <Okay>. away. <laughs> <laughs> Hungover Regis Philbin. I'm going to have to get re-drunk for this one. <laughs> hair of the dog, Gelman. Hair of the dog. You think I can stand Kathy without a little hair of the dog? <laughs> Listen, I put that devil to hell, and it's just not worth it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I keep banging her. She tells me to name that tune. <laughs> Is Regis alive? No. <laughs> I'm disrespecting the dead. When did he die? And from what? A little while. I think it's an old man. Hmm. Oh. Wouldn't it be interesting if it was from train alcohol? fucking? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Have you ever fucked on a train? I've never fucked on a train, no. <laughs> I told you. It's, fucking in a bed is a chore for me. So. <laughs> yeah, I've never fucked on sure a train. I don't, I've hardly even been on a train. Yeah. Yeah. A real train? No. I have taken a train before. No, no mode of transportation. Oh, maybe in a car. Yeah, I don't know. Def- I, yeah, in a I car. don't think anyone wants to hear me banging. Definitely in a car. Cars. No. Not on a train. Not on what an airplane. What do you airplane. say I am? <laughs> <laughs> Not on a train? Not on a plane. I will not bang here, Sam I am. <laughs> what about on the stairs? <laughs> on the stairs? Eating some pears. You Never will not have catch I me unawares. <laughs> yeah, it's a real Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Oh it's like God. green eggs and ham, but it's like yeah, fucking <laughs> fuck, <laughs> boner banging. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't know. Make, maybe tears come out of me for some reason. All right, oh, man. all right. Uh, th- thoughts on the movie? I liked it. You liked it. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> it really is just one of those moment in time movies. It's just this kid's yes. week alone. Yeah. Or two weeks? How long are his parents gone? Yeah. A long time? Uh, it's like a week, isn't it? Is it just a week? I don't know. So much happens. It, it did. A lot happened. I mean, he turns into a full-on <laughs> pimp. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's got bitches. He gets yeah. real cocky about it, too. Yeah. yeah. He starts... I don't know. Yeah. I liked it. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um. Let's see. First, like I kind of mentioned earlier... The movie did set me up for a lifetime of disappointment and bang. Uh, I always, when I was a kid, I always thought it was going to be the dreamlike, mystical. The lady comes and the wind blows, the doors open, leaves blow across the living room. I don't know why. What leaves blowing across? I have to clean it up later. I got leaves in my ass. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I hung over and I got leaves in my ass. (laughs) Got a crispy leaf just between the cheeks. <laughs> oh so, no! Yeah, that was far from the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's unrealistic. I did bang a chick on stairs once. Really? Real deal. And I hurt my back. I think probably yeah. got started on some stairs. Yeah, I hurt my back. 
Just <laughs> I said, fuck. Like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this was a yeah, good idea. Why am I fucking like Tom Cruise? <laughs> um, but you're glad you weren't, and it only yeah. lasted a couple minutes. So, yeah, but just set me up for just a lifetime of disappointment. I'm <laughs> <laughs> banging on a chair. It doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work for me. I get performance anxiety. It just goes soft. I'm never going to live up to this. <laughs> the only wind that comes through is our farts come in, and I'm pumping away just <laughs> because of whatever ridiculousness I've eaten earlier. Now that I've started, I can't stop. <laughs> just... And, no. uh, Honestly, I don't know why my wife hasn't cheated on me by now. <laughs> she should have. I, I think she's got very low self-esteem. Has she ever seen Risky Business? I don't know. Don't I, show her. I think she needs to see a therapist yeah, for her self-esteem issues because she's banging me. Don't let her see this movie. Oh, God. Why, why are we doing do- this? Next time I'm going to say, no, you shouldn't be banging me, I'm going to no. say. Are you crazy? You got the wrong guy. Look at me. <laughs> Pull out your Regis voice. <laughs> I'm a goddamn mess. <laughs> Not me. Don't you see the hair on my ass? <laughs> no one wants that. Jesus. Oh, anyway. My God. Also, when I was a teenager left alone in the house, I didn't dance around. I jerked off everywhere I could. Let's be honest. With this movie? No, just in general. Just in general. <laughs> just, just my kids. In general. My parents left the house. I would hear the car and the drive go. Do it on the stairs. And I'd be like, I'd be off anywhere I, everywhere I could in the house because I could. This room. I jerked off Check sitting the on the kitchen table once. On the just table? Just sitting on the table because I could. There was no reason for it. I did it in my neighbor's pool one time. Well, there you go. They weren't home. And yeah. I went swimming and I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm yeah. going to do this. I remember I remember I sat on the kitchen counter once. I remember just jerking off next to a bookshelf <laughs> just because I could. There's no reason for it. it just, yeah, right here next to the bookshelf. Here we go. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like you're making a sandwich. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like the Christopher Columbus of, of jerking off. I wonder I was what it's like up flags. Here. I was an explorer. I claim this bookshelf for my cock. Oh. I gotta hit this room, this room, and this yeah. room in the next yeah. hour. Yep, <laughs> that's the way it went. I remember I'd be in the middle of it and I'd hear. Dum, outside and I'd be rushing oh, trying to finish <laughs> trying to finish it before they'd come in the house and then I'd run uh-huh. into the bathroom with my pants around my ankles <laughs> like trying, one of those yeah, like little waddling to act like I was taking a shit when they came in the door no it's just a handful of semen running into the bathroom don't spill a drop <laughs> they're gonna know so, that's that's what I did when I was a teenager and my parents oh my left God. the house. It was just a jerk-off free-for-all, and I freely admit it. Fair I'm enough. too old to care anymore. <laughs> well, as I said before the show, um, I really have wished that this movie had come across my radar. Yep. Because I was looking at National Geographic <sighs> tribal titties. You know, yeah. 
I I didn't have a whole. I would have to either pause it at that part and die hard, or I, I can't couldn't even tell you another movie. Mm. Sometimes Howard the Duck, Leah Thompson, you know, yeah. when she is in bed with yeah. him. Oh. Wow. But other than that. Was it like, the feathers raising on his head, or? Well, that's what's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, the feathers are. <laughs> You're like, and oh, she's shit. just like in those fishnets, yeah. and or is it About just the bang t-shirt? Duck. Man, she's super hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this movie, if this had come across my radar, I would have bought the VHS, right. recorded it. You want what? to talk about the movies? All right, I'm gonna say something right now. I'm gonna regret. You are something I'm gonna admit right now that this I'm is gonna worse regret, than what you just you said already. Yes. Okay. There's a movie. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Is it Turner and Hooch? No, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that dog. No, uh, it was called Volunteers. Okay. It's with John Candy, Tom Hanks. And there's a one point, Tom Hanks is in a room banging a chick, and you just hear the noises. And when I was like 10, 11, whatever, yeah, it happened. <laughs> so I've jerked off to Tom Hanks. Yes. Okay. It's just the way it goes. I regret it already <laughs> saying it, but <laughs> there was a lot of weird shit going on in my childhood. Um, yeah, but it's like, well, we didn't have the the internet stuff, you know. No we internet just, stuff. It was just whatever you could find. Take man. what you can get. Yeah, Jesus, the sounds of Tom Hanks was exotic and erotic all at the same time. Like Roger Rabbit's wife, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tricked yeah. yeah. off to that. May have happened. One hundred percent happened. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so every time I see this a has Tom been Hanks jerk movie, talk. This is jerk off talk. <laughs> I did it on the stairs. I did it in a pool. I did it in a trampoline, looking like a fool. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Well. All right. Finish this up here. Siskel and Ebert. Oh, yeah. So both, both gave it a thumbs up. Of course they did. Uh, they enjoyed it. Um here, I'll highlight. Here's the Siskel part. Siskel, all always. right. Siskel had this to say. The movie has more than just laughs and sex. That would be enough. But it casts a <laughs> jaundiced eye towards the great dis- distance between the classes in the in the United States. The hookers, the hookers class, and the suburban white kids class. The hooker class. What? Yeah, Cisco was a little a out of jaundiced I'm, eye. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to read. So yeah, Cisco thought you know. The Siskel hooker sounds class like a real douche out. every time yeah, I read what he has to say. And he said it would have been enough with just laughs. And sex. I didn't even get a single laugh. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny? I don't know. Ebert, who gave it a thumbs up, said, "I thought it was terrific. I enjoyed it." The performances, the direction, and the script, which takes all those cliches that have been made so familiar and so boring in all the teenage sex movies and cares enough to really show these situations really do affect teenagers. Hmm. Yeah. They do. Especially if you become a pimp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask. Did you have classifieds when you were a teen that you could be like, cross out this one, circle this one, got to get a prostitute over here? No, no. There were none. There were none. Never saw I don't it. know where he got that stuff. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, finally, things we learned. Hmm. Things we learned. What did I learn? That uh, <laughs> that you. It really doesn't take a lot of work to be a pimp. True. 
True. Just have to have a house. Or an apartment. Guido has yeah, an apartment. That's true. All the women live in the apartment. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's see. I learned that Pimp's name Guido seemed to be reasonable gentleman. True. Yes. Yeah, he was a good dude. Yep. Yep. Um, Princeton admissions officers like getting their sucked. Get him getting sucked. Did he get sucked? I imagine he did. Must have. <laughs> yeah, it happened. Because he got in. Yeah. So. And he got in, and the guy yeah. was like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Princeton could use a man like Joel. Yeah. But when he gets to Princeton and he doesn't have all the prostitutes, that True. guy going to feel the same? I don't Probably know. Probably not. <laughs> Apparently train fucking is a thing. Like for a lot of people? I guess. I assume. I mean... They wouldn't have put it in the movie unless we could all relate to it, right? Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's a fucking subway train, first yeah, of all. It's kinda and gross. there's a homeless man watching them. Yeah. And uh, I found it gross, that part. Okay. Well. <laughs> that part was gross. All right. They were into it. Yeah, they were. It was, they enjoyed uh, themselves. I don't know. And I guess finally I learned that I jerked off way more than Tom Cruise. Oh. Why? Why, why? why do you think that? Because he danced and I jerked off when my parents <laughs> left. <laughs> How do you know he didn't just jerk off? That's why his pants were off. Shit, you're right. He might have just finished. Yeah. Mandela effect. And then he's like, da na 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 I just jerked <laughs> off. I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. We said jerked off a lot today. Just jerked off on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I can only do it when I'm by myself. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> Shit. All right, so that's it. Risky Business in a Nutshell. Good movie. Good I movie. recommend it. Everyone should watch it. If you haven't, you should have watched it before you listened. Right. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and watch it if you haven't. I guess it's time to say goodbye. Thank you to uh, Ranger Dick's Train Fucking Tours for sponsoring our show today. Um, dubious about the quality of their product at $20 well, a pop but maybe it's just a good deal <coughs> Maybe we don't know Maybe um, could be uh, <laughs> let's see uh, I guess uh, rate and review us yeah if you like it if you don't like it don't give us a bad review yeah you might not want to <laughs> openly like us yeah. and the things that we say but Al Kabong uh, happy birthday man nothing but respect happy we birthday we love you man Al. social media Whatever, we'll f I'll figure all that out. You've got the socials. Little, little glimpse behind the magic, everybody. At the time we recorded this, we haven't released a single episode yet. Not one. So we don't even know what social media we're on. Uh, yeah, so we could why, be in jail at some so point. That's, so that's why I keep sounding like an old man saying, eh, look for us on the social media. <laughs> so that's why, but we'll figure that out eventually. When you hear us actually listing things, you'll know we released the show. Right. Uh, but... What, five, four episodes in now? Five. Five? I don't know. But we still haven't released a single. I'm going to work on that this week, I guess. We'll get That's there. my plan. My plan. So if uh, you made it through the first one, congratulations. You made it to this one. Yeah. If you're still here, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for sticking so, around. So rate and review, social medias. We'll have an email. We'll be uh, VHS Time Machine Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to. Put any comments, any hate, rage, 
probably a lot Any, of Any uh, <laughs> questions, comments, concerns, and or uh, requests for movies, whatever you want us to uh, go back in time and visit too, we could always look into that. Right. And, uh, and, and next week's movie? Oh, yeah. Jeez. I mean... I actually know, but I know, you know, know. it's, uh, this is the last one I actually know (laughs) (laughs) and that would be platoon. Yeah. So it could be a crazy fun one to make, we can make laugh about. Oh, we're going to laugh. It's going to be just a riff roaring. Now uh, that one is a barrel of laughs. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's a good time. Oh God. Platoon. (laughs) Platoon. It's going to get real dark in here. And uh, so, yeah, we'll see you next week with uh, Platoon. And uh, have a good day. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. That was stupid. I wish Bye. I would have done that.